And what is Jesus to you tonight? I found an old article, an old paper. It's called uh, International Christian Ministries. And it was entitled, What is the Lord Jesus Christ to You? It stated these things. To the architect, Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. To the baker, he's the living bread. To the banker, he's the hidden treasure. To the builder, he's the sure foundation. To the carpenter, he's the door. To the doctor, he's the great physician. To the educator, he's a great teacher. To the farmer, he's the sower and lord of harvest. To the florist, he's Rosa Sharon. To the judge, he's the righteous judge of all the earth. To the jeweler, he's the pearl of great price. To the newspaper man, he's the good news of great joy. To the sculptor, he's the living stone. To the servant, he's a good master. To the student, he's the absolute truth. To the laborer, he's the giver of rest. To the sinner, he's the Lamb of God that taketh away all sin. And to the Christian, he is the Son of the living God, Savior, and Lord. And you can add to this list where you fit in. I, I thought of this and I was thinking, well, my family was a family of water well drillers. To us, he's the water of life. Our Lord Jesus Christ came down to this earth to be whatever good thing you need him to be. The song said, Master, Redeemer, Savior of the world, Wonderful Counselor, Bright Morning Star, Lily of the Valley, Provider and Friend. He was yesterday, he'll be tomorrow. The beginning and the end. Our prayer to each one tonight is that You'll find, if you don't know already, you'll find the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. And you'll find that extra special meaning as the story of Christmas has been read. Years ago, when my mother was still living, she would gather our family around, as Christy mentioned the other day in her testimony. We'd be sitting around on the floor in the living room and some in chairs and some standing because there was no room on the couch. And I could almost hear her say, now, kids, put down your toys and listen because we're reading the Bible. Today it might be, kids, turn off your cell phone. Put it away. We're reading the Bible. It's always meant a lot to me when the scripture is being read when a prayer is being prayed, it really is a good thing to pay attention, 
to put away those things that would distract us and focus on what's being done. Tonight I'll be reading the very same story from the very same Bible that my mother read from. I happened to find it the other day, and as I picked it up and was looking, the, the little ribbon in the Bible, it was opened up to Luke. I opened it up, looked at it, and there was a story that she read, highlighted in red. And I thought, oh, that brought back memories. Brought back so many memories. But before I read that tonight, I, I would like to throw out a challenge to you. When you get home, not now, but when you get home, get your phone out, and on your calendar, on December 1st, put P-O-C-C. And then repeat that every year, from here forever. That's P-O-C-C. But since... December 1st has already passed. And my challenge is to you, before you discard all those Christmas cards you got, you know, there's quite a bunch of them up on the wall or on the mirror or on the doorpost or hanging on ribbons or wherever there might be. You know, what do you do with the cards when Christmas is over? Here's my challenge to you. Take those cards, put them on a pile on your dining room table, get your family together, put your hands on those cards, and pray for those cards, pray for those people, every single one of them. We're family, right? And we all need to pray for one another. Pray that those that are lonely, that God will comfort them the sick ones, that Jesus will heal them. Those that are discouraged will be encouraged. For the young parents with young children, that God will give them strength and wisdom. Parents with teenagers, that the parents will have the faith to believe that God will take care of them. Pray that the older ones, in their pain and lonely moments, that Jesus will comfort them. Pray for those that are facing difficult situations. They'll find the answer. Pray for those marriages that Satan is trying to drive apart. Pray for the students going to school, that God will take care of them, protect them, give them wisdom and help in their trials and problems they have. And then don't forget to pray for your pastor, too, in their leadership roles. So on your phone next December, when December 1st comes, you'll see that P-O-C-C, and that is pray over Christmas cards. So before you send out those cards next year, do that same thing. You got them addressed, whatever you do, put them on a table, get the family together, and spend some family time praying for each one, as that card goes out, that each one receives one of those cards, will be encouraged, will be healed, will be strengthened, will be comforted. Remember, we're family. We pray for one another. 
How in closing, I'll read from Luke chapter 2, the first seven verses. Put away the phones. Put away the toys. God has something for us tonight. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a, laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Is there room in your heart for Jesus tonight? This Christmas season when things just seem so helter-skelter sometimes and, and, and things are going ways that we never thought they would and we might be confused or uncertain, turn to Jesus. Turn to Jesus with all of your heart. You know, when I read some other things too about how if we could just spend as much time thinking of the real meaning of Christmas as we think about giving gifts or maybe getting gifts. If we could just think about the real gift, the gift Jesus Christ that came down at about this time of the year, maybe many years ago, and he was willing to give his life you know, what he had in heaven was, was heaven. The perfectness, the wonder, the glory, and it just beyond words to explain. And he came down here. And he did it for you. And for me. Let's take advantage of his gift tonight. And think about him. Pray to him. Thank him for what he's done. And you'll never be sorry you did.